Okay, we are back with the Don't Be Blase podcast. We are coming to you live from the House of Pain, otherwise known as Statman, it's the Adelaide CBD. I'm your host, B. Carawana, joined as always via satellite, former <laughs> man Steve Burrows. Hey, there you go, buddy. Before we get started, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Larry and Lad. Go see the boys in Region OK, get yourself an awesome coffee, listen to some pretty sweet tunes. But for now, on with the show. Now, Steven. Uh, yes, B. You are coming live via Skype, so if it sounds shit, blame Steve, because Steve still retired. <laughs> Not just a gimmick, not something he was just fucking around with. Legit retired, doesn't want to go back to work. He's done. I'm done. And, and I can't talk too loudly, guys, because uh, little man Samuel's sleeping. So, uh, you know, I can't get too revved up, although I'm sure Speed will do his best to, to roll me up. But uh, for the sake of Samuel having a nice afternoon sleep, yes. I keep this one on the on the DL. So we're coming to you live from the House of Pain and Daddy Daycare. From yes. <laughs> the sounds of things. Well, run us through your day now, Steve. Like, tell us, you know, what what are you, what are you doing? Just uh, I tell you what, man. I tell you what. Yeah. I, I've got this new respect for all the house mums out there. Yeah. You know, my mum, your mum. You know, the the mums that sort of like had to hold a household together. Yeah. Look after the kids. Get the kids, you know, dinner, bathed every night. Run them back and forth from school. Yeah. Keep the house tidy. Plus, get into the gym. And do my own stuff, plus yeah. try to get some business stuff up and running, plus look for other some part-time work. It is hard work. So yeah. I give uh, all the props to all the mums out there over the years who have uh, who've held up a household. It's so, tough work, man. So you're doing you're doing all the dad stuff. You're doing all the you know you're, you're doing the assistant mum mum gear. It is, man. And, and, and <laughs> did you get anything wife. for Mother's Day? More importantly. <laughs> <laughs> did I get a mother's day? No, I didn't. But the wife, man, I tell you what, she's got it pretty good. She just strolls in yeah. after work, you know, throws a handbag on the bench, you know. Usually dinner's cooked, the house is tidy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, she, yeah, she, she'll go on and watch Housewives and uh, Game of Thrones without a worry in the world. Good on her. She deserves it. She had to carry <laughs> those little kids. So, you know, she deserves to put her feet up now while you're doing nothing during the day. Well, it's not nothing, man. I'm flat out, dude. I'm yeah. flat out all the time, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Just Googling everything. How do I do this? <laughs> That's right. I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with myself now. You know, I'm looking at all types of jobs. And like I said, I've got my own little business aspirations and stuff that, uh, that we, keeps ticking over. Are these, are these things we can discuss on the show? Or are we keeping these under the hat? I'll just, just keep on the DL for a little while. Just, uh, just slowly working behind the, behind the scenes. Exactly, just kind of you know simmering, simmering, simmering there. So uh, yeah, it's a cooking term I've learned in the last couple uh, couple weeks. <laughs> you're really just doing this. You're really you're really working this well. You 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 see yourself as somewhat of a Santa with muscles, sort of you know Hulk Hogan style set up bad movie uh, dad. But you know you're doing it right. You're doing it right. Man. Anyway, I do enjoy it. Like I said, it's just flat out. So uh, hey, we'll see what happens. We need more on the Steve front because we okay. need to know what is going on with said uh, challenge. Oh, the, 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 the Rocco challenge. The Rocco weight loss extravaganza <laughs> challenge. T- How are we what, doing, buddy. Stephen? Well, we're two weeks in. We're and two weeks in as of yesterday. Yeah. Um, I started at 95.5. 
And I was about 95.2 this morning. There so you go. That's 300 loss. grams of gains. It is, man. It is. So, look, the, the thing is, though, I think there's a bit of a conspiracy here behind sugar because I haven't eaten any chocolate in the last two weeks. Yeah. I've drunk no beer in the last two weeks. That's you. Uh, clean eating all the way. Um, and I've lost 300 grams. I just don't know what's going on, buddy. I think it's a bit of a scam. What? This whole because I was eating chocolate and I was ninety five point five. Now I'm not eating chocolate. I'm ninety five point two, and that could have been just because I went to the toilet before I saw on the on the scales. Well, you know how it doesn't work instantaneously, Steve. Are you aware of this? It's two it's weeks, about, bro. Two it's weeks about, is it's about uh... creating habits. And you remember, you are uh, you know you you're, you're north of of the good years of your life. <laughs> you're pushing forty real hard, and it's going to take a little bit longer, Steve, than it did when you were like you know when you're like. 18, you just like, you know, did five push-ups, you know, <laughs> ate like a salad and went, oh, check it out, I got abs. You know, like, you're going to have to work this one a little bit harder, Steve. Metabolism oh, does man. slow down as you get older. I've even started doing cardio. Yeah. I've even started doing cardio, but I do need some tips because, um, you know, there's only a certain amount of cage you can do on the uh, treddy. Yeah. I started doing the ropes. You know the ropes? You know, I remember... Oh, the battle ropes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. About 15 seconds of them non-stop and then, you know, I burn out. No, in um, fairness, you, you don't need to do them for terribly long time. You hit them hard and just sort of, you know, work your, your 20, short short bursts. We always do the 20 seconds on 10 rest. That Is will that? Burn okay, pretty cool. Quick. Yeah. And I started doing the Stairmaster as well, the Stairmaster. That's that's hard work, man. It's hard work. And if there's anything that you don't need to try to improve the strength on, it's the size (laughs) of your ass, Steve. I don't know if anyone's seen Steve in person, but he is rocking a set of glutes that Serena Williams is jealous of. You you have a big booty, Steve. (laughs) Cheers, buddy. But uh, Rocco, yeah, I think he's in a similar boat to me. I think he's, you know, fighting a good fight. And I'm not sure how he's going for – because I haven't really seen him around, you know. I think uh, since since we did the challenge, we sort of like, you know, haven't bumped into each other. So I'm not sure how he's going. But uh, we keep texting each other just to keep keep pushing ourselves along. More importantly, if if he's putting all this work into himself and self-improvement, How's that patch of greenery looking across the road? Is it? Is he? Oh, mate, nah, that nothing happens, mate. That 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 lawn is still pristine. He was out there yesterday mowing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That won't change. That won't change. In, and you know what? Speaking the, the of which, mine was not that... looking too shabby either. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of rain last week. Uh, all that all that rain that came in. Yeah, I think I think we've had enough of the Steve show. We're talking about Rocco now. Uh, okay. <laughs> Is he is he is he doing the lawns in the uh, the like the big tracksuit and stuff like that? So you can't see what's going on underneath. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just I can hear it from time to time. Um, usually I'm doing the dishes or something when it happens, so uh, I can't poke my head out there. I'm like doing the vacuuming or something. He's walking out with but, your gloves uh, on. <laughs> definitely happening. He's definitely keeping it, and it looks pristine, man. It looks unbelievable. The reason it also looks unbelievable is because the next door neighbour. Here's a bit of lawn chat for you. The next door neighbour. He went for the uh, the seeds. Yeah. He went for the seeds. So, uh, oh, no, would you believe it? We're about 10 minutes in. And little Samuel is uh, not too happy. I think you can hear me. Uh, he's alive and well. Hear me, hear me chat. He's, oh, he's, up. he's a he's lot up. more entertaining than you are, Steve. I've got the old Oricom uh, video. Uh, the what What is it called? Like a little video that looks in his room. Oh, and he's standing yeah. up. Yeah. We might have to pause this. All right, well, we don't do. We don't often do uh, a pause, edits, but pause, this might be one of them. We do a little, uh, little uh, stop for a half a second. We get right back into it. Give you two All seconds, right. and we are back. So we have a new, <laughs> a new host as well, a Steve, new special guest, Spee and Snamuel. <laughs> Snamuel, he's, uh, he's he's not too happy. He usually sleeps for a good two and a half hours, and he's only giving me a. Uh, 
a little bit over an hour, so just another challenge of the old uh, house husband like dealing with a, now a, a grumpy child. Was that? He's adding a whole new wrinkle to the show. <laughs> he is, he is. You know, I'll tell you what, what's cool about Snammel is uh, he walks around. Do you remember the little old Hasbro uh, WWF figures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has got the Hulk and the Warrior. Yeah. And he just walks around. Hey, Samuel, can you say Hulk and Warrior? No, he can't. He's not happy at all. <laughs> so he's just going to stay here with me. I'm not and, a performing uh, monkey, Dad. All right, little buddy. You just chill out. All right. So, yes, otherwise, Rocco's lawn is killer. My lawn is good. But the next oh, – that's right. That's what I was saying. So, his next-door neighbor – Seeds. The seed – he went for a seed option. Yeah. Is this and like the, the seed option has not come up very well at all. It is patchy. It's patchy than top of my head. It is shocking. <laughs> um yeah, and, and and just by contrast, being right next to next door to Rocco, he's having a bit of a hard time of it. So, uh, yeah, I know he has asked Rocco for some advice, and uh, I don't think even Rocco can get that one out uh, up and running. Well, it's good to know that you know these guys are still still bonding over the grass. Oh yes, of course. The competition hasn't gotten too fierce that you can't be friends anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. But speaking <laughs> of competition, Steve, we are in the NBA playoffs. We are now. Have you been keeping up to date with the basketball? I have. I've uh, I've kept up to date with most of it. I've just watched uh, Toronto Milwaukee today, and go. I watched uh, Golden State uh, and Portland yesterday. So, what are your predictions for a final? Um, well, I think uh, Golden State. I think definitely will go through, um, even without Kevin Durant. Well, I'm not sure even when he will come back, but uh, uh, I just I don't know. They looked pretty good yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toronto Milwaukee. Oh, I, I, you know, I tell you what, Toronto had its moments today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't even play very well, but uh, they kept in it. Cole Lowry, who I think is one of the most overrated, overrated players in the NBA, kept him in that game. He actually he had was one of the best fire. games I've ever seen. <laughs> Sorry? He did have one of the best games I've ever seen him play. Uh, he was just hitting everything. So uh, that was pretty cool. But, you know, I tell you, I think that series could go six or seven. And you might have to see another Kawhi Leonard hit a three-pointer in the buzzer hit the rim 12 times and drop. I don't well, know. That's the, that's the moment be, I want to bring exciting up. series. Because we watched that one last week. The uh, the Game 7, the buzzer beater from Kawhi to knock out uh, Ben Simmons, Aussie Ben Simmons in the Sixers. Yes. Now, I've never seen 20,000 people hold their breath like when that <laughs> shot went up because you could hear it go thunk, thunk, thunk. The only yeah. time I've ever heard a ball bounce off a rim that loudly because in a packed stadium was when John Starks missed the free throws. You know, you know in the Reggie Miller nine points in eight seconds game? Yeah, 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 yeah of course. That that one there, like when Starks got the foul, got fouled, took the shots, and the yeah. first one clanked off the rim. It was the only other time I've heard like a home team take a shot at their home, yeah, like in their own stadium, in their own building, in the playoffs, and you could actually hear the ball <laughs> bounce off the rim. Yes. It was unbelievable. And and the quite Leonard's shot just to get there into the corner, like falling away, ridiculous, ill-advised shot. Embiid in his face in Game Seven. Yeah. Oh, of course, in Embiid's face. Uh, hey, Sam, what's that, mate? Did you think of that as well? What do you think? Yeah, that's right. So it was a crazy shot. It was a great way to finish that series. Um, the Portland Denver series was awesome as well. Can we just go on the um, fact that I think your son's first word was just Embiid? <laughs> <laughs> He's hilarious. It's little man. Um, you want to get down, mate? And you go watch Toy Story. No? Okay. Uh, yeah, so um, 
it's been good playoff series so far. I was glad that Houston went out. I'm yeah. not a big fan of Houston. Oh, so um, glad I'm glad that there. Houston had Chris Paul this time. Golden State Warriors did not have Durant, yet Golden State still did the job. So that puts a few people to quiet uh, who was carrying on last year, I would suggest. Well, it's funny how teamwork tends to win the day. Yes. Mm. And now we've had the, uh, the draft lottery. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, myself, Nick, you know, Big J, everyone that has a soft spot for the New York Knicks, just had their dreams <laughs> just torn and shattered and just had their heart ripped out of their chest. Because the New yes. Orleans Pelicans, the shittest franchise in the NBA, have the number one pick yet again. And uh, who do you think they'll go for? Oh, well, I don't think anyone's going to go past Zion Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's crazy, isn't it? So, do you think he'll somehow still end up in New York, or do you think this is a done deal? He'll be in New Orleans uh, come October. Well, I'm thinking, that, I mean, there's, there's one Hail Mary option which I think okay. is outstanding. There is, I mean, obviously this happened before in other sports where players have re- refused to play for certain teams and asked, you know, don't draft me because I'm not going to play for you. Now, Zion Williamson hasn't signed with an agent. Okay. Therefore, if he chooses because he knows he's going to get picked by the Pelicans and doesn't want to go there, yep. he can still go back to college. Oh, okay, okay. So and how could, does that affect him uh, being nominated for the draft later? Does it affect him or not? No, nope, he can still nominate a, again next year. He can. He, okay. You, you can nominate for the draft and then pull out as long as you haven't signed with an agent. Because once you sign with an agent, you therefore lose your quote unquote uh, what's the name amateur status. Amateur status. You become a professional. Okay. Yeah. So now he has not done that yet. So he is still eligible to kind of go. Yeah, change my mind. I'm going back to school. So he wow. can almost hold up like the Pelicans and go. Look, I don't want to play for you. Yeah, give the pick to somebody else. Like trade to pick somebody else. Not to Memphis, yeah. obviously. Who I think got number two pick. Yeah, is that right? Which is also a terrible choice. Like yes. literally, I was like, like my boys, like the Lakers, and when it, like it went to the ad break. You know, we're going to decide yeah. the top four coming back from the break. It was like the Lakers, the Knicks, and I'm thinking, okay, yeah. if they go one and two, I would be a happy man. And then they went four and three. It was like, oh. yeah, it was terrible. But that is an option. That is a hail mary option. Or he might just do the thing and just go play it out. You don't know. Yeah, it's 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 thrown the uh, the NBA into chaos right now. So, would Anthony Davis sign on to New Orleans? You think if. Uh... Zion joins. No, he's already said he's on. He still wants out, regardless. Yeah, still wants out, regardless. So oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, there you go then. Interesting, interesting stuff. Like, he, he is a transformative star, but they usually do take a few years to get good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, no matter how good the rookies are, they still take a while before they become the kind of guys you can win a championship with. Now, Anthony Davis is reaching his like absolute prime, so you don't, you can, can't see him wanting to waste any more years with just a kid. So. Yeah. Did you see um, that someone made a comparison between Zion and Carmelo's uh, uh, freshman years in college? Oh, really? And uh, yeah, Melo scored more and I think rebounded the same. Yeah. So that's something. Uh, How did the assists comparison go? <laughs> I don't, they didn't even make the stat sheet. That, yeah, no. They didn't that. even put yeah, that yeah. up. So <laughs> it must have been just points, rebounds, blocks, or something like that. And, and defensive efficiency because Melo played at Syracuse <laughs> where they just play zone. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you, you can't. It's a, that was the time he played in. Yeah. You know, you, you can't uh, you can't be a victim of uh, circumstance. That's that's how, that's where he played. Yeah. That's when he played, and uh, yeah, he dominated. Did he now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he no, give, give, young Mello was good. <laughs> Old Mello, not so much. Now, see, we do have some some wrestling coming up. Oh, okay. Now. Yep. Next Friday night, Saturday, yes. uh, Friday the twenty fourth, we have uh, our next uh, HQ show, Super Clash <laughs> Two. And will Rocky Monero be appearing? Rocky Monero will be there. I've, had, I've just got a phone with him. He's very excited. 
<laughs> now, now, are you Rocky Manero's agent? Is yes. he considered a professional? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's he's been professional for a long time. It's professional okay. wrestling, okay. Steve. It's, it's a legitimate sport. We, you know, we yes. All that yeah. So I think there's a press conference coming up soon. <laughs> but no, next next Friday night at the HQ Complex in the city. Oh, that's the, cool. The heart of the Adelaide CBD. There will be a show on. So that would be myself and uh, Chris Basso. Once again, okay. going toe to toe. So this should be a good match. It'll be a good night. So we've got a few few matches on the card. We've got a, a tag team no DQ sh- match. We've got a, a title match between Big Kurt Barron and, and Zach Sabbath. It's it's all still will be happening, Steve. You got to come down, Steve. You reckon you get the uh, the daddy daycare duties off for the night? <laughs> well, what's it what's it worth? What's a ticket worth to, uh, to to come to one of these matches? Well, you know I don't like follow up questions, Steve. Uh, <laughs> all I know is you go through Mosh Ticks and okay. you get your tickets there. You know, being sort of the agent and spokesman for Rocky Monero, I might be able to organise a couple of tickets for you, Steve. Oh, okay. We'll see how we go then. So when's that next Friday? Next Friday Saturday? the 24th of May. Okay, that sounds cool. Excellent. All right, I might head down there. Well, speaking of adventures, this is back to speed. I, I, <laughs> okay. I, I last weekend spent the weekend in a place that I always thought that I hated. And I went to Sydney for the weekend. Why, did you, why do you hate Sydney for? Or why uh, do you think you hate Sydney for? Because it stinks. Um, no, I went, went, uh, as a young man, went in my early twenties and, and went out and, you know, tried to do the whole nightclub thing and, and uh, okay. going out in nightclubs in Sydney is, is horrible. It's, okay. It was horrible back then. And apparently it's even worse now because of all the lockout laws and stuff like that. And right. I just, yeah, when I was sort of young, I just didn't, didn't enjoy it. it just felt very hostile, the whole place. Mm-hmm. And then I went back a couple of years later for work when I was at Fitness First, spent the, the day in Bondi Junction. It was just, I got stuck in traffic for like two hours and everything yeah. was busy. I just thought, ah, I just don't need this place in my life. Yeah. But our man Patrick uh, that lives up there, he, uh, I've, been, I've been meaning to go visit him for a few years now. And I finally pulled the trigger in to visit him purely because as of now, he's been deployed and the, the young man's on his way to the U, uh, USA for four months. He's going to be uh, on, on the... You know, the yeah, Virginia and Maryland doing all the sort of Navy stuff. And then oh, wow, be, that's cool. Yeah, be in Japan for a couple months. He's not back till Christmas. So okay. I, I finally, you know, pull the trigger and go visit him. And, and what did you do in Sydney? Oh, I, it changed a lot. I did a lot of drinking, I can tell you that much. I, uh, I, I we, <laughs> one thing I noticed is uh, beers in Sydney, ridiculously yep. cheap. I was, cheap? Cheap, yes. And you don't think Sydney and cheap in the same sentence. No, definitely not. Apparently, it's because they put a lot of their taxes on the roads, and like the tolls okay. and that sort of stuff. Whereas in Adelaide, we just put everything on. Like we don't put tolls anywhere, but we chuck all that extra tax on the booze. That's how it's been explained to me by someone that I train. Okay. Uh, but just you know, just genuine '80s prices. Just going to a pub and getting like a big imperial pint for about eight dollars. Okay. Very, I was very happy with that. And did you go see any sport while you were there? We did. We went to the SCG. Went and saw Sydney versus Essendon. Yep. And it was funny because, you know, you sit in the stands. Like, I got free tickets through through a client of mine. Yeah. Uh, it works for QBE, so, you yeah, know, sponsored by sponsor the Swans. So I thought, it says, oh, if you can wear any Swans apparel, that'd be good. So I thought, well, I got free tickets, so I'll buy, I'll buy a scarf. So I wore my Swans scarf. We're sitting up in the stands and stuff like that, and Paddy's going for Essendon, I'm going for Sydney, just for, you know, banter. And these <laughs> people behind us, are, you know, a few people going for Essendon, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But then you start hearing something, 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 and then someone says something, something, Adelaide. And you, you, all of a sudden, you know, when you're interstate, you, you're like, ears prick up. You're like, hey, what are you, you going to say about Adelaide, man? <laughs> and we just get very defensive. So anytime trying, someone tries to say something bad about Adelaide, it was just like, right, that's on. It's on. We're on. <laughs> but it was a very good game. Had fun there. The SEG, 
very good selection of food with their thing, which is uh, very <laughs> okay. important. What's important, you go to the Adelaide Oval, you've got the choice of like a hot dog or like a stale pie or some cold chips. That's about it. And they all cost about 30 bucks each. Yeah. Whereas the SCG actually had some other options. There's a few different food stalls. There was one called Wicket Chicken, which I thought was good because it was like wicket, like cricket and chicken. Ah, oh, it was just, you know, me and puns. It fucking won me over. <laughs> but, you know, it was a good, good weekend. We went for, I even did the uh, the old man swim in the morning. We went down to, oh. to Bronte and did our recovery swim. Oh, shit. In the morning. Isn't that what uh, the old, who was our prime minister? He used to get in the budgie smuggler. He used to head down there, didn't he? Uh, what's, yeah. what's his name? Uh, 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 one of the guys who got ousted. Yeah, well, there's, there's several. I know the one you're talking about there. The one yeah, that no yeah. Abbott. Really Abbott, Tony Abbott, that's right. Yeah, he, yeah he, I didn't, didn't go the budgies. I do okay. own budgies, didn't go the budgies. Um, wouldn't really matter anyway. The water was that cold. There was shrinkage. You know, I wasn't trying to fucking represent anything. <laughs> but I did find, you know those rock pools they have there? You know, it's like sort of like a pool built into the side of near the beach and stuff like that. Sure. Seawater. Mate, yep. amazing. So we jumped through there and my hangover on Saturday morning just disappeared. It was like I'd been baptized. I came through and <laughs> went under the water, came up the other side, headache gone, body felt fine. I was like, this is amazing. I need wow. to be here more often. And yeah, so we had, we had a good swim. We spent the whole day Saturday drinking and checking out Newtown and all these other fancy places. And we went and watched the... the the showdown. We had a good weekend. Okay. So, yeah. uh, did you get to go to NRL, or did you even think about going to NRL? We did. Th- I did think about going to NRL, but it turns out, and this is the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, you know, NRL, dumb sport at the best of times. But they do this <laughs> thing called Magic Round. Okay. Now, Magic Round means every game is played in the same place. So okay. every game last weekend was played in Brisbane. So I think they were all at Suncorp and every game was in the same place. Now, is that the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard in your life? <laughs> that I is. Mean, it, what do you think about that, Samuel? All right. He's, he's trying to get my attention. Yes, that is ridiculous. So where was that, that play? So I did see uh, a rugby game at the SEG and it was empty, man. And it was a big game. It was between um, the Roosters and uh, one, of the, uh, one of the other Sydney teams. Well, and it was dead set There are two, two empty. states that really represent rugby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't believe it, man. And because when I went to Melbourne, when we went to Formula One, I was going to go check out the um, check out the NRL. Yeah, and uh, they were playing at Eddie Had. It was Melbourne uh, Storm versus someone, some team. I can't remember it was. And the thing is, the tickets were like seventy bucks. Are you kidding? Seventy bucks. And the thing is, is that they they didn't even fill the stadium. It was like half filled. Of course, it's seventy dollars for eighty minutes of shit sport. You exactly. Understand why. I don't understand. I always felt like what they should do, like the the, the National Soccer League here, or the A League, is that they should drop the prices right down mm. and fill that stadium up. So we, you know, you get a following, you get an atmosphere, you get a, um, you know, because no one wants to watch a sport with no one in the stands. No. He's like, well, why am I watching this? This doesn't seem very important. Why would I be watching this? So, you know, to me, and uh, you would fill up the stands by dropping those prices down to about thirty bucks. Fill up the stands. You're going to get more of the concessions. You're going to get more of the merch. To me, it just seems like a no like a smarter business deal. Is, is this what you're working on at home during your? Uh... <laughs> It's part of my uh, uh, yes, taking over the world plots. Yes, that's right. This is part of uh, part of it. Yes, well, we can talk about sports because this can assist us as a. Segway? Oh my god, I haven't done that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that no, sounds... This is going to segue into something right in your wheelhouse, Steve. Oh, here we go. All right, sporting events. Okay. Last week. Yes. Run me down your thoughts 
on the comeback from Liverpool. <laughs> and now also run me through your thoughts as a diehard Liverpool supporter like our man Patrick and my brother Dennis. People that know Liverpool know you have gotten yourself to the Champions League final. Yes. How much are you going to lose it by? Because you've already lost the league by a point. <laughs> and it's all setting you up to do the league oh, loss, Champions League loss double. It'll be a heartbreaking, won't it? Yep. That like, would just be par for the course, wouldn't it? Oh, well, I mean, to be honest with you, going into that second leg, you know, who who actually thought we are going to have a chance? It was like 3-0 down. You're playing against the best team in the world. Um, you know, Suarez, Coutinho, uh, Messi, obviously, all up front. You know one of them was going to score one, right? Yeah. And then and then you got your Liverpool, who are missing their two, probably two best strikers. Although, having said that, uh, Mane, I think he, he won the Golden Boot this year. But Salah, who broke the record last year, uh, for goals, uh, Firmino, who's been fantastic. Both those guys were sitting on the bench. They, they were unavailable for the weekend. So to think that we're going to win, to get you know four goals yeah. against the best team, and to prevent them from scoring, it was crazy. So for, for that win, for that for that result, that was incredible. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Uh, and yeah, and the whole time, every time Barca went forward, you're like, oh, this is going to be it. This is going to be the heartbreaker, and they didn't. The second part of that is the heartbreaker about the league. To to go through the league and lose only one game all season, yeah. and you know to be you know, and I think the one game Liverpool did lose was against City. I think they lost one 0 I think midway through the season. That's that's from my recollection anyway. To score ninety seven points or whatever it was, which, which is the third you know, must highest be a, total a I think in, in history of the Premier League. <laughs> exactly, and still not to win the league. It's just like man. It's not your year. It's not your year. So, you know, to play against Tottenham in the uh, in the bar, in the sorry in the uh, Champions League final, you know, I, I'm very confident we'll win. But you know, <laughs> as the universe tends to do, screw with Liverpool a bit. Uh, you know, I, I can see us uh, losing that game. So, are you going to get up and watch it? Is this? Is that oh, the... definitely. Yeah, I was on to my boy Brett. He's a big Liverpool fan. We're talking about getting together and uh, checking it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's usually played on a Saturday night, I think, yeah, yeah, uh, from memory. So I won't have uh, work in the morning. <laughs> that was a joke. I don't have work at any time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll get up and watch the, the match. And, yeah, see how we go. Very good. Yeah. All righty, see. We need your little uh, segue again. Segue. Because we're going to wrap up with all-timer for an all-timer now, Steve. Yes. A couple of weeks ago, we did this with Bruce Willis. Yes. And I found that the uh, the results were somewhat, like artist's suggestion, a bit, bit mixed. Yeah, sure. You know, everyone did seem to agree that those two were the dominant films, and it yep. is hard to pick between the two. I mean, a lot of people were stuck with the classic, but it is one of those ones that sort of, you know, they're both great, so, you know, why do you have to choose? Yes. Now, this week, you brought one to my attention. Yes. Run us through your all-time for an all-timer this week. Well, this one, I'm going to go similar vintage. Yeah. Uh, a little bit older, actually. Uh, but similar vintage, and in my opinion, uh, <laughs> uh, he 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 almost got on my team. Remember, we did the action heroes team. Yeah, the, your your really bad selection of action hero team. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> he was in the original five. He got yeah. he got he got uh, benched though after I got total criticism. But uh, that was Harrison Ford, and uh, the character he played obviously was Indiana Jones. Yeah, the toughest archaeologist going around. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought, let's do it. Let's do India, uh, Harrison Ford because he has done some absolute belters of films. Has he? 
some absolute belters of films yeah. and some of the some of the most iconic uh, characters in Hollywood. I mean, obviously Indiana Jones is is one of the best ones, but also Han Solo. Yeah, yeah right. two of the biggest. You know, what do you think about like you know, iconic characters? You know that they've gone through what three, four, five films each. Yeah, it's almost like a Rocky. Oof, don't put him on the same category as Rocky. It almost. You uh, think about Star Wars movies, must be the fight. biggest brand ever in movie. Probably next to Marvel. I think next to Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you bring out twelve films, man, doesn't mean anything. But yeah, so I'm thinking, yeah, Harrison Ford, that's my guy, and okay. uh, I'm tossing up. Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Well, because you're going to pick a movie, Stephen, not just a character. Well, okay, else. Indiana Jones or Star Wars, and, and, and it would be very hard to... Oh, I guess, no, no, we, we could pick... Probably Empire Strikes Back. Isn't that the one where he gets... Raiders of the Lost Ark. So Empire Strikes Back is the one where he gets frozen. At the end, he gets frozen, ah, yes. At the end, he gets frozen. At the end, he gets frozen in the carbonite uh, stuff. Yeah. But, uh, or Raiders of the Lost Ark. you got to pick one, and- Steve. Oh, well, let's throw it to you, man. What have you got? Because that there's only two choices. I'm assuming you'll pick the other one. No, I can put it to you that Harrison Ford's the most overrated actor in Hollywood history. What? How, what are you talking about? Overrated? How is he overrated? The I dude's probably brought really, in a billion bucks. I don't watch Star Wars because I like girls. Like <laughs> I, you know, I don't. I just never got the obsession with the Star Wars thing, so I never saw him as a big deal from that. Yeah, I didn't mind. Indiana Jones, like as a kid, like what do you mean you didn't mind? It's classic stuff. Yeah, it's good, you know. Like my favorite scene <laughs> is when he just lets the guy walk backwards into a propeller. That was you know, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's all I remember. Guy. I can't even remember which movie that's from. They all meld together for me. That one, that is, that's also Razor Lost Ark. That's, uh, I'm so pretty that sure that's when he's film. yeah trying to escape. But I'll I'll go with the uh, the story of uh, the murderer with the one arm, one leg, or the one arm man, or whatever. I'll yes. go with the fugitive. Yes, that's a great film. Because that that's one great. actually was a genuinely good movie. That was. That's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I mean, his acting may not have been as good as it was in, say, Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really reaching here. But I just, yeah, I thought he was really good, and I really enjoyed The Fugitive. Wow. You know a film I've never seen, and I've always wanted to see it's on my list, is Blade Runner. Have you ever seen Blade Runner? I have. Because I used to work in a video store and was somewhat of a, uh, you know, loved loved my films back in the day, back when you used to, you know, not have to work that much when you're a teenager and you just sort of watch movies. And I have seen it, but it, I can tell you. Or when you're retired. Yeah, it's one of those ones that it's, it's almost one of those ones where people got to go, oh yeah, it's, it's classic, it's great, you know, but if you watched it, it's, it's not that good. <laughs> it's really not that good. Really not yeah. good. And if you're See, really into that sort of thing, like sci-fi and that sort of shit and film noir sort of stuff, you might enjoy it. But I kind yeah. of went back and watched it and went, "Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get the hype around it. Like it's good, but it's not like, oh, that's a classic. You've got to love that. You know what I mean? Like, what about uh, the Devil's Own? I think the Devil's Own was a uh, was a decent watch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was hit. Was that him and Brad Pitt? I think Brad Pitt's from. Uh, he, he comes in. He's from the uh, NRA or something like. Not oh, the NRA. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, I about oh, where is it from? The, the Republic of Ireland. Yeah. Or the Northern Ireland, whichever oh, team right. he was from. Yeah, that, that was that was a decent watch. That was a decent watch as well. But uh, still, once again, none of them touched the old uh, Star Wars and uh, Indian Jones. So which one, so, you, which one are you going to lock down? Are you going to lock down Indiana Jones or are you going to lock down Empire Strikes I'm going to go Indiana Jones. Yeah? Raiders yeah, of the Lost Ark. Yeah, definitely. Right. This is going to get some interesting feedback because I know... 
I'm going to get a lot of slander for my slander of, of uh, Han Solo, Star Wars, and all things nerdy. But uh, no, I reckon you chuck me down for Fugitive. Okay. You you chuck yourself down for the Raiders. Yep. And we'll see what comes out of it. Now we're going to have a little uh, a little code word, well, which code... I still don't think people are catching on to at the moment. Code word Snamel. Snamel. Yeah. Yes. Little man, he's been our guest host this week. So we need to get him in there. So if anyone mentions that in there, then that you know, in the Facebook comments, there their opinion is valid. Now, the yes. one important thing, Steve, in order to get the uh, the feedback through the Facebook, yes, maybe post it. You know, around the same time, I post the uh, <laughs> the podcast, not like a week later. You know, this this, this retired life has got you real lazy. Uh, well, I'm getting onto. I'm, I'm on Photoshop right now. Yep. And I'll fire it up, so she'll be ready as soon as you. Uh, we're gonna put it straight out. We might episode. have to move it to a fortnightly show, guys. I know rather than people messaging and going, "Hey, where's the show every week?" We might just bump it fortnightly. That'll make it a little bit easier, especially with Steve's, you know, demanding schedule that he's got. Right now. <laughs> that's gonna make everything easier. But that's gonna be us for this fortnight, guys. For Speaker, I want to say goodbye. For Steve Burrows, see you later. We'll speak to you next week. Peace. Peace.